Yo, Vanilla, kick it one time, boy. Is this our new intro? Let it play, let it play. Let's kick it. It is this week. Stop. Oh, <laughs> welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. I, I am. Like, I feel like we need to let that just keep going. That was good. That was good. There we go. Listen. Yeah. How, how long are we doing this? I don't know. The living people just listen. I feel like we're going <laughs> to violate some copyrights here in a minute. Is there like a certain time limit we're allowed to play songs before we get like cracked on it? Uh, I have no idea, but it, that was worth it. Welcome back into the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. Big week. Big week. Yes. It is uh, lots of things happening. Zach personally requested the intro change. I thought it was great. To Ice Ice Baby because you're excited. It is is Ice Bucket Week. This is easily more exciting than the championship week. Um, I think that there are, I mean, what do we got, four teams in the running here? For the ice bucket? Oh, yeah, the for last sure. Week. For sure, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think this is huge. Um, it is so big that we have brought in a guest host this week, somebody that's not even in our league. Is this a first? This, this we had, like, we brought Jack Martin in one time to do, like, a medical report <laughs> right, or something. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, we have brought in, um, and let me say before we start, this this person in his fantasy football league is 11-2 and two this year. Yeah. He has locked the playoffs. Losing Derrick Henry, putting him on the IR spot, and still rolling through his league. So, uh, and that is um, the apple of my eye, my firstborn, <laughs> Ethan Suggs. Say hello, Ethan. Hello. Say e- hello again. Hello. All right, Ethan. Um, do, would you consider yourself already a better fantasy manager than Ross Garrison? Yes. There you go. That's the right answer. Well, you need to get in the microphone and talk a little louder. Yes. There you go. Mercy. There you go. Welcome. Ethan to the podcast and we've also got another guest that's going to join us uh, right out of the gate because we're talking about Ice Bucket and this team found their way in to the mix last week for the Ice Bucket so this is our call of the week. It's time for the call of the week. All right we're joined by Chase Gall. Chase you there? I'm here. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. How are you guys this morning? We're good. Thanks for joining us. How how are the uh, how are things going there with uh, Big Orange Bullies? Uh, I mean, probably about as well as you think. Uh, it's it's been rough this year. I'll <laughs> say that. You guys um, haven't had really like that that huge injury, have you? You know, like the token uh, injury. No. So it's just every uh, every other thing that's gone wrong for us this year. Usually, it's the big injury. This year, nobody got hurt. Uh, just everything that could go wrong, though, has gone wrong for us. Yes, yeah. I mean, you guys are way up there in the points for, and one of the, if not the hardest schedule. I know it's kind of bounced back and forth um, throughout the season. But, yeah, it's just some tough luck for you guys. Um, How do you think that your team would fare, you know, if you guys were in the playoffs right now, given your roster? Uh, oh, we would still lose, I mean, <laughs> if you followed us at all this year, we, we're finding more and more creative ways to lose. Uh, this week I had hope, and then Monday afternoon I get home, I look on online, and all I see is there's a blizzard in Buffalo, and that kicks are going into the stands, and I said, we had a kicker, 
Uh, we had a defensive player, and we had a running back. I was like, uh, yeah, we, we're not going to get those 30 points tonight. Yeah. So dude. that was another heartbreaker. Yeah. Uh, at this point, yeah, like I think we're six in points, but we're near the bottom. So right. not much you can do with that. Uh, we just got to – maybe we need an ice bucket just to cleanse us. Right. I mean, it worked for the Almond so, Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to be in the same league as them either. Uh, <laughs> when you start putting us with them, uh, that's that's not good. You know, you're in a rough spot. Yeah. Did you see the uh, or anybody like Suggs or Ethan? Did you guys see the video of the kicker before the the Buffalo game kick? I, I, mean, I think it was like a 35 yard field goal, and it just immediately went like. It went towards the the field goal and went backwards. I did not see. You didn't it. see no. this. No man. Way. Yeah, it was rough. Who did you have going? Who was your running back? Chase uh, Singletary. Singletary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Monday night was not good for anybody fantasy wise. Um, what What do you think has been like the the best move that you guys have made? Chase, this are year? you backing up your forklift? Yeah. Right what's going now? on? What is happening? Where are, Where are you, Chase? Uh, I am working right now, so I'm backing the truck up. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> um, I'm in park now, so we should be good. Okay. Well, I, hey, I like that. That was good. Um, uh, who, what do you think was like the the best move that you guys have made this year in your your team? Uh, Whether it's like a pickup yeah, or something. I think that's why we're so bad. We really haven't made moves this year. Uh, we haven't made a big trade. There right. were some offers at the start of the year. And, you know, we didn't really make any moves because we liked our team. Right. Uh, and then after, you know, maybe like week three or four, nobody even approached us with an offer. We never approached anybody. So I think that's been our biggest downfall really is not going out and being aggressive, trying to get deals done. Right. We've picked up people on the waivers, but nothing's really panned out that well. Yep. I saw. So, so you went all in this week. You got your guy, the linebacker. Was it uh, Quincy Williams? Is that right? Who you guys got? I don't even know. We just it's our last <laughs> week and we have money to spend and I wasn't gonna get outbid on an IDP. So uh, I went all in, got my guy. You did like it. I said I don't even know who it is, but he had some good points the last few weeks and our IDPs have been awful this year. We really neglected that in draft and uh, I tried to build up depth and we haven't actually used our depth because nobody got hurt, so everything else suffered. Yeah. Chase, we're looking at the league pick them right now. We'll go ahead and go over it. You are still in the lead. You've been in the league now for, I don't know, six, seven weeks yeah. probably, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're, so. You're winning the pick them by three. Uh, Jake is in second at 54. You're at 57. Strongside's in third at 53. Jordan and Jeff are at 52. Blake is at 51. And then the guys in the 40s, I don't know that it matters anymore, but that's no. Greg, Reed, and Jordan. Uh, Chase – if you win the league pick them, can we go ahead and announce on the podcast that Jonathan Taylor will be the first pick in next year's draft and they're, and he's going to Big Orange Bullies? Uh, sorry, you dropped out. Who, who's going first? Jonathan Taylor. Can you say that Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor is going uh, first overall? I mean, probably not. Whoa. <laughs> uh, well, look, last time I took a Colt number one overall, it was Andrew Luck and his career just went downhill. <laughs> I'm not doing that to Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> That's that's true. That is true. All I can think of is uh, that video where you're shaking your head on the the bleachers for the video we did. You know, with the Colts hat. That's all I can think <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, I think I was in high school when we did that. Yeah, that was a long time. Ago. Um, will Will Carver be back next year as a co manager? <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I can't kick him out. He's he loves it too much. Yeah. I can't. Okay. I can't kick him to the curb. All right. Well, unless you know somebody else drops out and he wants his own team, then we'll we'll discuss that. Whoa. Right now. Whoa. Okay. Is Carver on the trading block? <laughs> it's Carver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pace and her face has made some offers for Carver. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kemp's crew wants a piece of it. Yeah. I like yeah. this. I think he he fit well with Richter. I think they could make a good duo. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll explore that. In the wow. Season. Yeah. Manor, uh, co-manager trade. That'd be huge. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get you guys separate tables at the draft next year. Hey, uh, Chase. Before we let you go, can you just throw it in reverse one more time for us? Or are you going to hit something? There we go. There. <laughs> I think he's <laughs> all right, man. Thanks for joining us and uh, hey, good luck. I'll, I'll tell you the key though to oh, okay. why I've been so good at profit or the, the pick yeah player. what is it what i have not once picked myself to win <laughs> yeah, that's been huge. so if you guys want to catch up never pick us wow to win because it doesn't work out for you okay are you hey do you spend a lot of time on the pick em or is that just the key you just don't pick yourself and move on uh no i spend about like one minute every week just wow. like signing on and taking my picks and going nice nice all right. Well, I have my favorite teams that I cheer for. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, good luck and uh, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Well, I'm playing you this week, so don't wish me too much. Nah, that's true. That's true. But hey, we can we can. Uh, hey, do you know the Braves won the championship? Uh, I was aware. Of yeah. That. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> I think I heard something about it or saw it on Facebook. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Probably on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not, a, not a huge Braves guy. I sure, sure <laughs> don't watch every game or nothing. But yeah, yeah, no, it was, yeah. Uh, it's cool to see their fans had a moment, uh, you know, to celebrate this year. Yeah. So we can all come together and uh, celebrate that. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Chase. Thanks for joining us, man. Yep. All right. All right see you. See you. Solid call. Solid call from Chase God like today. Yeah. Coming in, uh, kicking off the podcast solid. Yeah. Backing up the truck. Backing up the truck. I like that. It's not like when he put it in reverse there, uh, he was definitely about to hit something. It was a solid beep. There was no beeping. It was like yeah. he was there, whatever that's, he was that's, doing. Oh, okay. So that's like the whoa, 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 yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa. I was like, don't go back anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So. Ethan, Ethan is um, he's in the teen side league, and you are um, – you're on the ESPN platform for fantasy football, right? Yeah. I apologize for that. Um, do, you, do they have League Pick'em on the ESPN platform? No, not that I know of, at least. Do you know what League Pick'em is? No, no clue. League Pick'em is where you just get online every week and you try to pick who's going to win. Hence yeah. the name League you go, Pick'em. You go through every matchup and you pick between the each team or so, each matchup. So in our league, the team who wins League Pick'em – gets their choice of where they want to pick in the draft next year. Oh. So Chase Gaw, even though he's got a chance to be in last place in the league, potentially has the chance for the first pick next year. So, Ethan, if you had first pick next year, who would you pick? I'd go for middle round pick. you go a for mid- a middle round pick? Yeah. Okay. If you had the number one pick, who would you take? If I had the number one pick, I'd choose Johnson Taylor or Derrick Henry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's solid either way. I would imagine, I mean – Unless something in the offseason injury was, I think that's going to be number one and number two. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, probably, probably JTT uh, number one, and then Derrick Henry number why, two. Why is he JTT? Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Jonathan. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, from Just, Home Improvement. Yeah, JTT. Yeah. <laughs> all yeah. right, all right. Well, hey, uh, again, welcome to episode one fifty one. Zach, you have any thoughts on episode one fifty last week? One fifty. Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, it was good having a pace back. Yeah, uh, it just felt like home. You know, it felt felt like a nice. Uh, warm hug 
you know, glad to have Pace back. Yeah, I, I texted him and told him I really appreciated all the memories that he really prepped and and brought on there. It was uh, good stuff. Jake had a great a great uh, recording that he sent that was in good. with yeah. some good stuff on Yeah, I appreciate everybody chipping in with um, all the audio clips. It was stuff. fun. But we're back at the table this week. We're back. And Zach has papers to wrestle. We are. This definitely feels like home. We are ready to go. We are back. Uh, another week in fantasy football. Another week with the Allman brothers in the top spot. They did lose. Yes. Ryan Risher coming in, stopping the O train. Man, that Buffalo game affected so many teams going into Monday night. Um, I don't know if you looked at all the matchups. They were super, super close, except for I think Pates and IDPs. It yeah. was over, but everybody else was very, very close in matchup wise. Yeah, we. I was close. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So I know that they uh, they were playing Rish, and that that had an effect. Emmanuel Sanders. They had him going, and he had a couple of passes come his way. He just dropped them, you know. So yeah, Rish uh, pulling pulling the win right there. Well, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Here is the message from James. On the O train this week. Clickety clack, clickety clack. What's that sound coming down the track? It's the O train. That's right, boys. Hello, my name's James. And I'm Blake. And together, we're the Almond Brothers. And we would like to let everybody know that we know who we are. We know where we stand. And where we stand is on really high ground. As my friend Blake Keelan said to me last week after the podcast, who is that talking? I just can't see that far down the league board. Is he asleep? That's right. <laughs> That's very how common. much we Excuse care me. about Kemp's crew's thoughts on who we are and where we're at, and who are the bottom dwellers, which brings me to another thought. During the Christmas season, I thought I'd go and tell you guys a little story. It's a story of past, <laughs> present, and future. There's three minutes left. And we'll apply this to Kemp's crew. Yes, in the past, Kemp's crew has been at the bottom of the league. I believe it was 2017. When he lost the league and had to do a sad ice bucket challenge where he burnt a shirt or something, I can't remember. But that also brings me to the present. And where is Kemp's Cruise now? Kemp's crew is in eighth place, sitting on the verge of not being in the playoffs one week to solidify their spot or to fade away again into a middle-of-the-pack team that just people forget about and then that brings you to the future what will happen to Kemp's crew in the future will they win the league they have in the past they have in the present who's to say they will in the future well as an almond brother I can say that being last place is great people know who you are there's excitement built around last place there's an ice bucket challenge there's creativity People remember who got last place year in, year out. First place is even better. You win the league, you get a customized jersey. You get the respect of everyone in the league. People know, they remember who you are. But you constantly land in the middle of the pack. You constantly might be fourth, fifth, sixth, making the playoffs every year to only disappointingly get out first, second round. 
you know, nobody really remembers who those people are in the league. So bottom dwellers, we salute you. Those at the top, we salute you. Those in the middle, meh, you're just there. So Kemp's crew, when you ask, remember who we are, we'd like you and everyone to remember who you are. Just stuck in the middle, swimming around, flailing your arms, paying for fantasy advice from podcasts, getting all kinds of spreadsheets together just to finish fifth again. So that being said, that takes, let's take us to this week. Donut stop believing. Woo. What a game, man. It was a close one. You know what? We thought to ourselves, Tom Brady, you give two of his receivers 52 points this week. That'll be awesome. Because here at the Almond Brothers, we are all about optimism. We are all about positivity. And I can't think of any team in the league more positive than Ryan Risher. And do not stop believing. So we are fully in favor of him cruising on into the playoffs. Uh, we want to congratulate him on a big win. And we want to let him know, don't stop believing in yourself, buddy, because we've got a spot on the O train for you. You just go ahead and hook your cart up, your your car up to the back of ours, and we will just ride together into the playoffs, buddy. Um, so, everyone else, love you. Mean it. Matt Suggs, I hope this is a better recording for you. Oh, Matt, what is it with these soft shots you keep taking at us? First week, it's that we don't know who owns your team. The second week or not second week, but another time we call in. And you know what? Maybe on the 150th episode, I really thought that you would get the golden voice of the Golden Eagles back out for 150th anniversary of the podcast. So I wanted and was not a bad thought that I had. Uh, Pace, I'm sorry that I didn't go to you first. I should have known better. But now you're knocking our recording content and like the quality of it. And I just really feel like, Matt, you're sitting on the other side of the room with a really weak Nerf gun just shooting me. And I just keep getting these soft shots from you, and it's just, it really hurts my heart. And uh, hopefully it sounds better. And yes, last week I was in the car. Good observation. Thank you, and have a great week. Wow. What? <laughs> that was four minutes and 44 seconds. That was a world record there yes. for the Allman Brothers. I like it. Very soothing, very calming. Um, Are we supposed to, like, snap at the end of that? Yeah, that was... Yeah, it kind of had a coffee shop vibe. I liked it. Where was he recording this? I don't know. It was different. Um, I feel like, you know, before the Lord's Supper, you uh, sometimes people do like a little sermonette before that. <laughs> I feel like we just got a podcast at right yeah, there. Yeah, you, you, like, you ask them to go like <laughs> yeah. you know, 90 seconds and they just they keep going. That was great. Yeah. And being a worship leader, that definitely makes me squirm yeah. when I'm trying to pace the service. Yeah. And Did get uh, going. He so, took some. A rebuttal there, Suggs, yeah. towards you. Uh, yeah, J- James. <laughs> James, if, you, if you're going to take a shot at me on the podcast, don't do it during your 4 minute and 47 <laughs> second snooze fest I like you it. record and send to us. Whoa, shots fired back. Like, come on, this man. Is good. Like, this is good. Man, alive. It took you hey. four minutes to get to talking smack about me. Wow. And you expect me not to say anything Ruffled about it? feathers here. Did you pretend oh. to be Blake to say hello at the beginning of the podcast? Yeah, that's my question. <laughs> like, that wasn't Blake. I think that was Blake. <laughs> no. Play, can you play it again? Can you play it at the very beginning? All right. Let's decide if this is Blake or right. not. Here we go. My name's James. And I'm Blake. That is 100% Blake. <laughs> he got, that is 100% he got, Blake. He got one. Play it one more time. One more time. Hello. My name's James. 
and I'm Blake. Yeah. That, <laughs> okay. Okay. I take back all the things I said. Kudos to you for getting Blake Keelan to agree to say, and I'm Blake. That was really well done. Just for your clip There's this no week. way they were together. Um, no, no way. And we have some producing or something happening. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll put my producer hat on and be proud of you for that one. Yeah, too. that was good. So, uh, Jay, I, 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 you know, I, I, I poke fun and I crack crack at you, but James has been consistent every week Love it. with throwing us good content. It has made the podcast better this year. I'm For glad. Sure. I'm sincerely glad they're having fun. Yeah. This year, uh, they're having a fantastic year in the league. Zach, they are having an all-time fantastic year. And oh, I don't know yeah. if you've seen this, but I just want to say this. Uh, I looked back at the points four in the history of our league, okay? okay? In 2020, H&F had 2,380 points. That was the most points four, and they won the league. In 2019, 2,440 points, most points four, and won the league. 2018, Tecmo had 2,401. That was second. Kimscrew had 2,495, won the league, Tecmo. 2017, IDP still suck, had 2,483 the most, and won the league. 2016, Tecmo Stars won the league with 2149. H&F had 2350. The 2483 from IDP Still Suck in 2017 was the most points all time. Going into week 14, the Allman Brothers have 2,508 points. They have shattered the record for most points for in all the years of the CMB, in all the years of the IDP uh, sec- section or the IDP period of the CMB Fantasy Football League, so congrats to the Allman Brothers. And almost every single year, the team with the most points for wins the league. Yeah. So, how in the world did you come up with these stats? <laughs> I looked. I looked. Oh, that's impressive. I looked at them. Yeah. How do you get the stats? So, like, before is this before the playoffs start? I guess. Right? No, this is the oh, complete season. Man. This is complete season stats. Yeah. And Almond Brothers already have 2,500 points. Impressive. So, congrats to the Almond Brothers. Week 13 is in the books. Ethan, how'd you do in week 13? Uh, week 13, I barely won. Yeah? Yeah, Kendrick Bourne had a horrible game, which barely cost me the, the Monday game. Night Football, the, yeah. win, the wind game. It killed yeah. me. Yeah. Did you see Mac Jones only threw four passes in that what? entire game? No. The only way you could watch that whole game was to watch Peyton and Eli. Yes. Yes, that was yes. that was kind of funny. It was yeah, Peyton Manning had no observations about quarterbacks throwing the ball because yeah. Mac Jones didn't throw at all. Zach, my first observation from week 13 is only two higher seeded favorites won their matchup in week 13. Did you know that? Did not. Only Strongside and H&F Industries as the high seed team won their matchup. <clears throat> Every other matchup was an upset in week 13. And we have now clinched playoff spots. How are you feeling about your team? Uh, not great. Our team is mediocre right now. Zeke is terrible. I wish he would take the season off and um, just go relax somewhere and heal up for next season. Um, and it would surprise me if Antonio Brown gets cut. He's been terrible, and this whole COVID deal, just not good. So how do you feel about yours? I've gone a few weeks now without Alvin Kamara. And we managed to go two and two without Alvin <clears throat> Kamara, starting guys who have no business starting in fantasy football. So if he comes back healthy, and I think he's coming back this week, yeah, I feel really good. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to Kevin uh, for his team taking this week off. 
Um, I don't think we could have beat any other team in the league. So uh, appreciate that, Kevin. It is noted. Thank you. Five teams have clinched playoff spots. The Allman Brothers, Strongside, H&F Industries, Pacing Your Face, and IDP still suck. Zach, in the preseason rankings from Yahoo, I don't know if you knew that you could look at this. Oh, yeah. They had uh, Strongside, Pacing Your Face, H&F Industries, all in the top five. I didn't write this down. I think they also had Greg Co. in it and Tecmo Power Runners. Yeah. Okay. So um, they were a little off on the Tecmo Power Runners. Yeah. But uh, no big surprises in the playoff chase. That leaves five teams sitting on the bubble. I did try to get uh, Jeff as the call of the week this week, and he said that he's out of town this week. So that was our last shot at it. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry. we tried. Sorry. We tried. Maybe next year. Greg Coe sits in sixth place going against the Tecmo Power Runners this week. Donut Stop Believing sits in seventh place going against the West Coast Wombats this week. Kim Screw sits in eighth place going against Your Worst Nightmare, who sit in tenth place and are also on the bubble. And Isaiah4031 sits in ninth place going against Pace in your face. Zach, throw me your prediction now. What three teams take the final spot? Oh, mercy. Um, I think Jake's going to get in there. And um, who's who's Donut playing? Donut is playing West Coast. Is that right? Yep, West Coast. Yeah. I think Jake for sure. And Jordan. And is uh, Greco an option here for the last? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Greco. There it is. I'm taking that. Greg, Jake. And Jordan Watterson. Wow, so you're, you're saying Risher is dropping I'm out. I'm thinking Risher's going out. How yep. about yeah. it? Observation number two, and that's the run of Ryan Risher. Don't stop believing. I, I, I said this to you before we started recording, Zach. Yeah. Ryan Risher enters the week in seventh place. A few weeks ago, I was critical of the slide of Ryan's team. I was making fun of him for saying he was in cruise control Ryan has the hottest team in the league right now. He has won four straight matchups to get into the playoff race. Three of the four have come against the Allman Brothers, Strong Side, and Pace in Your Face. And he beat H&F earlier this year. So Ryan Risher has beat the top four teams in the league, and you just picked him to drop out of the playoffs. Yes. Ethan, how do you feel about that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan Ethan, Ethan is uh, completely cold coming into co-hosting the podcast today. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> All right. So we have five teams in. We have five teams on the bubble. That leaves four teams in the running for this year's ice bucket. West Coast Wombats, who play Risher this week. Tecmo Power Runners, who play Greg Code this week. Big Orange Bullies, who play H&F Industries this week. And the East Coast Wombats, who have a distant shot, I believe. And they're playing the Almond Brothers which does not help them. Zach, I was going to ask you who's taking the ice bucket now, but let's wait till the end. Okay. All right. Yeah. I did find a cool version of Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, you should have played that during your whole life. See if you like, see if you like this one better. Yeah. If it was a problem, I would solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves in ice. Vanilla ice. <laughs> Vanilla ice. Ice, baby. Oh, ice. Shout out to Marty Ray Project on YouTube for that one. What do you think about that one? 
I think that makes me that made me think that maybe we should have um, whoever gets the ice bucket this year. They have to sing that while we pour ice. Water we could on them we at could the go draft, like a live version. Let's go old school and record a music video, <laughs> a lip dub of Ice Ice Baby. And how many takes of ice of the cooler would you have to have being poured on you during that? Well, I, I really liked what uh, Jordan Pace did when he had a cooler for every loss he had on the season. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You got that TP bumper. You suck. Oh. You know, whatever. Ice bucket challenge, Ice bucket baby. challenge, baby. Yeah, Loser. that's good. Um, I have that. Oh, is it you, this one? You, Dad, any last words? Ice bucket challenge, baby. <laughs> there it is. Terry Pace. Terry Pace. That was good. All right, Zach, let's move on to the all-pro team. Got it. All-pro team this week, Tom Brady, Allman Brothers, 36.30. Just incredible what he is doing. Uh, Javante Williams for Tecmo Power Runners, 29.80. This is what everybody thought that he could do. You know, next year, um, if he keeps this up and uh, Melvin Gordon's gone, Javante Williams is going to be a first-round pick. Yeah. You think so? Uh, David Montgomery, West Coast Wombats, 28.85. Justin Jefferson was your top wide receiver for Big Orange Bullies, 35.60. Deontay Johnson, IDP still suck, 30.50. Your top tight end is George Kittle, IDP still suck, 39.60. Your top flex was Chris Godwin for Donut Stop Believing, 30.20 points. Your top kicker was Jake Elliott for Kemp's Group, 18.20. Your top DST was Indianapolis for IDP still suck with 25 um, your top IDP, uh, Camus Grugier Hill. <laughs> I think it. I think it's Grugier. <laughs> Strong side. Uh, you just picked him up, right? No, I played him. You played that guy? Yeah, man. No, did you really? Absolutely. Wow! Congratulations, yeah. Matthew. Russell, you wrestled papers wow. yeah. on that one. Oh wow! <laughs> Let's go look at this. Let's go look at this. I'm just going to confirm this really quick. All right. Um, uh, yes, yeah, Suggs did play this guy, and he had 10 solo tackles, 10 assisted tackles, three tackles for a loss, and a sack. 20 tackles. And I certainly would have lost had I not picked that guy up and played him. 20 tackles. Let's go. 26 points. Grugier, baby. Grugier, <laughs> Grugier, Hill. Uh, your top IDP is TJ Watt, Isaiah 4031, 23.50. Um, who, who I feel like is on the All-Pro team every week. Yeah, and then uh, who's this guy? I mean, Al Shire, I'm not sure. Your worst nightmare, 23 points. Uh, Curse for Kemp's crew, top DB, who has been on fire. The 18, freak. 18.25. Your top, uh, other top DB is Anthony Brown for Greco. And uh, he has 18 points. Bringing your total to 382 points. Snoozer. We don't care. Yeah, we Below don't 400. Care. We don't yeah. care. You get under 400, we don't care. Ethan, how many guys... On this week's All Pro team or on your fantasy team? I have two. Yeah, Dude. who do you got? I had um, Chris Godwin in Indianapolis defense. You had the Indy defense. Yeah, yeah. Did you pick them up or have you had them all no, year? No, I stream. I don't stream defenses. I pick up two and I just keep them. Yeah, there was a, a point in the season where I I got onto Ethan as a father would for having two kickers and two defenses on his team. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan, you, drop Ethan, a on. kicker. What are you doing? Uh, I picked up a new kicker now, so you're welcome. And I dropped the other one. But my kicker has gotten 10 every week. So Who's I'm your happy. new kicker? Greg Joseph. Yeah, he's good, fantastic. solid choice. Solid what is your choice. team name, by the way? Uh, Philippians 413. Okay, I think you need to change it. Um, <laughs> I would change it what to would... 
Grugier413. Okay. In honor of your dad having that guy playing. Okay. Yeah. On, a, uh, on, a, on his team. So, in, a yeah. league, in a league with no IDPs. There it is right there. G R U G I E R. Yeah. How many team names have you had this year? About six. Okay. Tell me Tell me some of them. Uh, I had Philippians413. Yeah. I am Chewbacca. Chewbacca Suggs. And I can't remember the others. Chewbacca Suggs. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, you definitely need to change your name. Yes. Actually, I would just instead I would just go to Grugier side, like okay. instead of strong Grugier side, side. Grugier side. Okay, yeah. nobody's gonna know what that means. That'll confuse no. them all and probably don't intimidate do you. them. You're having a good yes. season. Don't ruin do it. Do it. All right, back to yeah. you, Matt. Thank you. Don't do it now. Don't do it. Back now. to you. All right, it's time for us to look at the fab spending this week in our segment. Boy, this is gonna be a fun one. Show me the money. Show me the money. All right. Uh, show me the money this week. Quincy Williams went for. Uh, let's do a little double take here. Thirty-two dollars to big orange, orange bullies. Uh, as we just talked about with Chase, they went all in. Makes sense. Sorry, Chase. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, thirty-two, thirty-two fab. They went all in. Um, I guess uh, let's see. Pace had six dollars. Pace probably was like, "What in the world?" <laughs> Seattle went to Donut Stop Believing. Uh, strong side lost out. You both put in zero dollars, but you know mm. Jalen Jalen Thompson went for three dollars to pace in your face. Um, we put in zero. Strong side zero, and your worst nightmare put in zero. And then the Los Angeles Chargers defense went for six dollars to pace in your face. Do not stop believing. Zero. Back to you, Matt. Wow, that was a that was fantastic, yep. Zach. Yeah. All right, hey, let's get to what we're all here for: the picks of the week. Of the First up, we have number two, strong side versus number five. IDPs still suck. Zach, I need Alvin Kamara back. If he's out, I'm playing McNichols and Amir Abdullah. I have two tight ends currently in my lineup. I'm using Evan Ingram in my flex spot. Ethan, do you still have Evan Ingram? Yes, I do. Yeah. He should never be in somebody's flex spot. No. But he's in mind this week because I don't have a choice, but I'm still picking strong side. Zach, wow. go ahead and pick against me. You're picking? Okay. Oh, I just uh, – sorry, Facebook popped up and said Rob Gall added a new video. Shout out to Rob. Ray, uh, let's see here. Yeah, um, IDP's putting Julio Jones in there. I really hope that that guy goes off. We need him. Shout out to Julio. Um, yeah, Suggs, I think that I'm going to have to go against you here. Um, going with IDP's. Up next is Ethan. Who are you picking? Who am I picking? Definitely yeah. uh, IDPs. Whoa! Sorry. Get out wow. of my office. Right. <laughs> the door is over there. Up next, we have number three, H&F Industries. That is Zach's team, if you want to know, Ethan. Versus number 12, Big Orange Bullies. Shout out to Chase for the good call earlier in the episode. Zach, Matthew Stafford has a tough matchup with Arizona this week. This is our team. Arizona's given up the third least fantasy points to QBs this year. Why are you whispering? You're yeah, on the microphone. No, it's okay. We're just we're just we're discussing over here. I'm just showing him the the lineup so he can make yeah, yeah, yeah. you know an ed- educated guess here. Yeah, Matt Stafford has a tough matchup, as I was saying before. Arizona has given the third least fantasy points to quarterbacks this year. Only three players have scored more than 20 points against Arizona. One of those was Matthew Stafford in Week Four. Big Orange Boys have the edge in wide receiver. Uh, they have a wild card at running back. Whoa, with don't Chase, drop Diggs. With Chase don't Edmonds. Drop Diggs. Chase Edmonds coming back. Were you, were you dropping He players? just pulled <laughs> up Diggs, and I was afraid he was going to drop him. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. Wow. Checking who he's playing. Checking who he's playing. Definitely would have escorted you out. Okay, uh, sorry, Matt. 
I'm picking big orange bullies this week, Zach. Big orange bullies. Ethan, what do you think? I think I'm going to say Zach is going to win. Hey, that's a good choice. Wow, Appreciate yeah. that, Ethan. Yeah. Thank I you. believe in Stefan Diggs. Get out of my office. We do not like Zeke Elliott, for the record. You keep you no. said that a lot. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. It's been terrible. You need a John McClain? You know, when he fell to us at pick 10, we should have just just let let him keep going. You want a little John McClain? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, we like Tony Pollard. That guy is great. Yes. Um, but uh, no thanks, Zeke. All right, keep going. Are you winning? Uh, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Solid pick there from Zach. Up next is number 11, East Coast Wombats versus number one, the Almond Brothers. Zach, this is the best chance anyone has to really catch the Almond Brothers as a favorite, even though Richard did last week. Jonathan Taylor is on a bye week. Big. Which is frustrating because Taylor is getting a rest right before anybody else has to play the Almond Brothers in the playoffs. But I still think they have too much firepower. And the Almond Brothers are going to win and send the East Coast Wombats one step closer to the ice bucket. Man, if East Coast, if they lose and somehow they end up with the ice bucket, that would be the greatest free fall of all time. Don't you agree? I mean, they were, they've been in the playoff hunt. They've just been riddled with injuries. Kind of like as if – I should have mentioned this to Chase, but it's as if Chase passed on the curse this, this year to East Coast Wombats, <laughs> I would say. Um, but I, I think the Almond Brothers are going to win. They've got a deep roster. Hopefully Debo comes back for them. If Debo doesn't, maybe East Coast pulls it out. What do you got? I'm going to say I want to see an upset this week, so I'm going to say East Coast Wombats are going to win. Wow. Do you know who the East Coast Wombats are? No clue. You just picked Ross Garrison. How do you feel about that? Uh, Not better than me. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but He's all right. He's not better than me. He's not better than you. Yes. All right. Up next is number six, Greg Coe, versus number 13, Tecmo Power Runners. Zach, Justin Herbert is on fire. He's a QB2 for the season, QB1 the last four weeks. Uh, and it's another one of those weeks where I think Greg has the edge in every position against Tecmo except for tight end. So I think Greg Coe is going to win and clinch their spot in the playoffs, and Tecmo Power Runners is going to fall one step closer to the ice bucket. What if Tecmo wins this because they have Madison, the, the handcuff? That would be just painful. That would be wild. That yeah, would be painful. I did not think about that. Yeah, and um, I just think hopefully you know Greg can get in. Uh, Cordell Patterson has been amazing for them, but uh, I'll tell you what, Tecmo's getting hot. They're getting hot right now. Cordell Patterson's your boy. And yes, I love him. Yeah. Oh, you got he him too. Saved me. He has saved me this season. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's been unbelievable. There's there's the teams right there. Quick glance, who you got, Greco Ooh. or Tecmo? Oh, Greco. Because of Patterson. I already see C.D. Lamb and Justin Herbert, so I'm, I'm just going to say Tech. Uh, so they're Coe. going off this week. Oh, yes. All right. Definitely. Up next is number nine, Isaiah 4031 versus number four, Pace in your face. Pace got Kyler Murray back last week. He didn't disappoint. He had a 34-point game. Zach, Pace's team was still good without Kyler Murray. They are scary good with Kyler Murray. Yeah. They just have to – I mean – I don't know. I think I think that team's got it all figured out. Um, in fact, if you listen to Cooper Cup's interview last week, uh, I think this is this is uh, this is emblematic of how Pace's season's going. Pace just has it all figured out. Yes. Here's Cooper Cup's interview. Your touchdown specifically, your defender went and blitzed. What did you see there? How were you able to to use that to your advantage? Yeah, they had a little three deep fire zone. Brought the nickel off the edge. Safety dropped down. Uh, it didn't look like they were doing a replacement fire zone, so I knew at the back away we were going to get three pushing through. Um, I had an opportunity to kind of run in there if I could beat my guy and just had to beat the safety to the end zone. What? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? 
What did he say? Three deep. What? Zach, you remember the um, the scene? You you well, actually you do remember because you told me about it. Yes. The scene in Napoleon Dynamite, yeah, the chicken what, farm, where uh, Farmer Lyle's eating lunch. Yes, it's disgusting. It's a terrible <laughs> scene. It's here's just, uh, here's oh. what Zach hears when Cooper Cup talks. Over there, that creek man, I found a couple of shops on the arrowhead. Yes, that is it. That is exactly it. What I just heard, Pace. I think you need to change your name to something that Cooper Cup said. I don't even know replacement fire zone. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That that was that was something else. I bet Pace loved that and probably listened to it over and over. I said last week that I'm glad our team doesn't change their names over and over because I would never know who anybody is. So thank you for not doing that. Um, I'm picking Pace this week. I think Pace has a legitimate shot to win the whole thing this year. Oh, Matt, thank you so much. I appreciate the encouragement. Let's join up next year. Do you like that? Yeah. Um, I think that Jordan Wanison's team is no pushover at all. Um, the dude's got, I mean, Antonio Gibson's getting hot. Uh, it's got Devontae Freeman, who's getting the carries at Baltimore. Um, I think that, I think, I think that he could pull the upset here. Jordan Wanison could pull the upset. Going with it. Well, you yeah. picked Jordan for the playoffs earlier. So. Yeah. All right. What do you got, E? I'm going to say Isaiah 41 is going to win. Whoa. Devontae Adams going to drop 30 this week. Oh, wow. No matter what his projected says. If he drops 30 this week, he's uh, going against you Ethan have to come is, back next Ethan, week. is that your stone-cold lock of the week? Yes. 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 And that's the bottom line. Definitely. He's going against the Chicago Bears. How else could you not destroy them? <laughs> I like Ethan it. just talked over stone-cold Steve Austin. You're going to get a stunner for that later. Okay. Um, Ethan just picked. Ethan doesn't have headphones. He doesn't even know what I'm no. playing in the background. Ethan's doing great. You're doing a good job, son. Well done, son. Proud of you. Thank you. Up next is number eight, Kim's Crew versus number 10, Your Worst Nightmare. Jake has to have this win to make the playoffs, and so does Kevin. Uh, but Jake has got some bye week problems this week. It's feast or famine for Kevin with Lamar Jackson. I think the lineup Kevin's rolling out is – it's just too much this week. I'm going to pick Kevin. I'm going to pick your worst nightmare this week. Yeah, I think that is a good pick this week. Um, I mean, Kemp's without Miles Sanders, Thielen, Bourne, um, Duggar, who's been just solid for him at safety. And he also lost uh, the Logan Wilson guy, who's been pretty solid for IDPs. He's in a lot of trouble this week. Jake's going to have to make some big moves. And, um, I mean, if he gets into the playoffs – his team is definitely a threat. Could do some damage, but um, this is just you changing your pick right now. It's really, I think it's really tough for him. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go, Jake. All right, going with Jake. All right, guys, it's time. Here we go. It's finally time. Tuck your shirts in. Stop your yelling, because it's now time for the what's crack a Matchup of the week. Zach, our matchup of the week this week is number seven, Donut Stop Believing, versus number 14, the West Coast Wombats. Zach, why is this our matchup of the week this week? Well, um, there's a lot riding on the line here for both teams. If Rich loses, he's out of the playoffs, in my opinion. And, um, you know, West Coast, obviously, if they lose, it's looking like possibly ice bucket, unless they score a lot of points, you know. Which is likely. Yeah, they've been on fire lately. 
But uh, they can definitely play the the spoiler here by taking Rish out. Um, and then, I mean, if they win, I think they're out of the ice bucket, you know, and, and somebody else is going to get it. So I think this is a big matchup. Yeah, a little tale of the tape for both teams this week. Ryan Risher, who is uh, Donut Stop Believing, named after his um, – his real estate motto. Motto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Donut buy a house without me, which I really like that. I really like his uh, taking people Ralph's donuts, things like that. It would have been cool if uh, the donuts versus Nookie's cookies. What? That's what it is. It would have been nice. It's donuts versus cookies. Yeah, it would have been week. nice if we could have gotten some donuts from Rich for this podcast episode and some cookies from well, Courtney. We continued to ask. Uh, Matt to talk to Courtney about getting us some uh, cookies, and then Matt just quit hosting the podcast. <laughs> yes. So I don't know if there's a, if there's a correlation with that. Wow, but, uh, yeah. we're sorry. So, yeah, I guess I never put that together. Ryan Risher comes in with a lifetime record of one ninety six and two sixty, a forty three percent win percentage, which is I think the worst the worst uh, win percentage we've had this year. He's currently in two leagues, in seventh place in one league and eighth place in another league. Matt Collins comes in with a lifetime record of 58-71, and 71, a 45% win percentage. He is currently in one league, and he is in last place. That would be this league. Courtney Norton comes in with a, well, it doesn't show anything on Courtney's. <laughs> Courtney has no wins or losses. Yeah. I guess that's because he's a co-manager. Yeah, I think it's right? tied to, to West Coast. Right, right. Uh, no, no, no. 62 and 56. He has a 52% win percentage, so right. he is uh, he is in the black there. So welcome uh, to our matchup this week. That is either for the ice bucket or for the playoffs. Zach, West Coast Wombats, to me, does not look like a last place team. No. They've gotten lucky. I don't know if it's lucky, but Darnell Mooney has been great. Leonard Fournette has been fantastic. David Montgomery had 28 points last week. <laughs> Elijah Moore has been a fantastic pick for them. Zach, it's the QB spot. Yeah, The QB spot this year has been an absolute mess. And their first two picks in the draft this year were DK Metcalf and um, who was the other wide receiver? Um that they had? Yeah. Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. And and neither one of those panned out for them. Um, I think that if if Julio does play, you got to be tempted to start Ryan Tannehill this week. Don't you think over Matt Ryan? Mm. And coming off a bye week against Jacksonville. I think I mm-hmm. think you got to think – I'd probably lean that way. Yeah. Uh, instead of Matt Ryan who just – he play, Matt Ryan's been playing well. It's just, you know, there's nobody to throw it to. Uh, lately for him, you know, for yeah. a touchdown. Hopefully he can get some touchdowns going, but I don't know. That's going to be a tough – that'll be a, a big play for them right there. Does Atlanta get their tight end back this week? I think so. I feel like I saw Pitts and uh, Jake's starting lineup, so I think they might get him back. Okay. What are you thinking? Uh, Ethan, who do you pick? Uh, I'm going to say I can't really tell because they're both really hard matchups. It all depends on the running backs in my opinions. Okay, so who do you pick? I'm going to say the West Coast Wombats. Hey, West Coast Wombats is Ethan's pick. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to pick Ryan Risher. I think Ryan's going to make the playoffs, and 
I think the West Coast Wombats are going to score enough points to get out of the ice bucket position, but they're going to do it with a loss. Wow. I am going to say West Coast Wombats are going to win this, and that is my lock of the week. Your lock of? Yes, 100%. I think. Uh, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. I think they're going to escape the ice bucket here, and um, I think I think, uh, I think think their team's going to do well this week. Any, other, any last words? Who are we going to pick for the ice bucket? We picking? I'm going to pick. Who are you going to pick? This is big. I'm picking Tecmo Power Runners for the ice Ooh. bucket right now. <laughs> Out of the four bottom teams, Ethan, right there, who do you think? This is just a blind, this is a cold pick right here. Literally. Big orange bullies. Big orange I'm gonna bullies. I'm going to say it. Wow. How about it? All right. I'm going to go with the greatest free fall of all time. The East Coast Wombat. Somehow. There's no way. Somehow. There's no way. <laughs> somehow are going to um, get the ice bucket and Reed and Ross are going to sing to us. Oh, man. But uh, you know what? Hey, we've said this before. If Tecmo gets it, it's all going to be worth it if they do the, the ice bucket. Because I don't think I've ever heard Jeff or Rob yell. Like I don't know if they would scream or anything. I think they'll just sit stoic. They would they just won't be like there would be no emotion. You think yeah. no emotion? Yeah. Yeah, they're they're veins. That would be they're, something they're ice to cold see. In their veins. That would be something to see. I can't imagine it, but I think it's gonna be East Coast. Well, that's it, guys. Episode one fifty one in the books. Picks are made. Make sure you make your league pick 'em picks. Try to catch Chase in that. Zach, Ethan, thanks for joining us yeah, today. Thanks, You're welcome. Yeah. It's been a good week. Good luck to you this week, and we are out of here. Dad, any last words? Ice bucket challenge, baby!